This is a headgum podcast. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Isn't the best place for entertainment Striking a mirror is where I go These two dudes give some mad advice In the basement where they talk low I'm in a very sort of sticky situation That's just me, so trust me and give it a chance Now read some cues, stop Mom, turn on the podcast And then we start to dance And I'm singing like Matt Damon is the perfect human I wish I could find Raven's nasty To come and now seize the cheese I need some advice about my bee. I might just go and cut my losses and find a Starbucks close to me. Come coming now, seize the cheese. Come coming now, seize the cheese. Mm-hmm. This show is if I were you. Get advice from these two Jews. If we're lucky, they're search, dude. This show is if I were you. Last night I was in my room. Into episode 122 Every day they get a mirror Do something new This show is if I were you This show is if I were you This show is if I were you Whoa, Seth Dyer with the Very Edge, chill The Ed Sheeran parody You'll never guess how old that Singer songwriter is Seth Dyer that wrote this song. Five. Uh, uh, yeah, he's five. Well, not five. Fifteen. Wow. Yeah, that's pretty impressive. Ninth grade. Since I am, since I, since I am so young, I haven't really made anything else except for this. Uh, but you should plug my Instagram. His name is Seth Dyer. D I. Uh, sorry, D Y E R. And his Instagram is Dyer Consequences. D- how do I spell it? D Y E R dot consequences. D Y E R dot consequences. All right, one second. I'm just going to see if he posts any music there on his Instagram. I don't think so. He says he says he hasn't done any music, but he plans on producing more in high school and college. 15 years old is so young to be able to do that. What did you do at age 15? I was making uh, jackass-style <laughs> videos with my friends. <laughs> what do you mean by jackass-style? Like, I was uh, running around my neighborhood in a Spider-Man costume. Uh-huh. Uh, we would, like, put a box or a trash can on the street. Yeah. And then, like, as passerby would come around, yeah. I would, like, leap out from the box and run into the woods or something. Got it. Um, so in the in the pantheon of jackass videos, it's like... This guy says, plug my Instagram and it's fucking private. Well, you can add him. No. 
<laughs> Too proud to request. <laughs> you are 15 after all. You're getting yeah. mad at a ninth grader. I, yeah, not the first time. <laughs> uh, in Jackass videos, there's people that do scary things. There's people that do painful things. Then there's people that do like exciting things. And then there's just like weird, weird pranks, like dressing up as like a, a little... A tidy whitey boy in I was the I was the Chris Pontius of my group. <laughs> so you were down to embarrass yourself. Yeah. And my buddy Ian, he was the Steve O. He was down to hurt himself. Yeah. <laughs> um that that who else what else is there? Uh there's uh, like um scary stuff, like jumping off uh stuff or uh Well that was isn't that sort of that's Steve O. What I, about the skill stuff, like the skateboarding? Uh, that was my buddy Eli. He was he was more of the Bam Margera yeah. of the crew. Yeah. Um. And my buddy Kevin was the Ryan Dunn because he's dead now. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Also, I would tase him on purpose. I'll tase his nuts. I was more of the Johnny Knoxville actually, and and, and, and <laughs> you, you were the you were the Dave England. <laughs> I was the uncle. What's the uncle? Oh, Don Vito. Yeah, I was Don Vito. <laughs> So the my He's dead too. Oh really? Damn. So my friends would sort of slap me and run away, or they'll shave you my. You were head. often antiqued as a child. <laughs> God, even as a fifteen-year-old, I was like, man, Bam Margera is kind of a dick. Yeah, He's... Bam Margera is a, a seemingly a true asshole. Yeah, and then they would throw him in a pit of snakes every once in a while, and I was like, all right, I guess he got what was coming to him. Yeah, which is funny because he would be like, get me out of here! I swear I hate snakes. And doesn't I? Didn't he like also? It would. Wasn't it him that like really came up with everything? Yeah. Oh, was it? I think so. Maybe was it was Johnny Knoxville. He was a skateboarder too, right? Yeah, yeah, he was very good. It seems like if you had friends like that, you should not tell them what your biggest fear is. Mm -hmm. That seems like a dangerous game. I would love to watch a Jackass documentary, but like not produced by the Jackass guys. Uh-huh. Like just a really somber, serious like look and interview with, you know, with what they what they created, what they did, who yeah. they were. Yeah, almost like a thirty for thirty, but it's not really about sports. Yeah, that'd be cool. I wonder Just, maybe we can produce that. Let's pitch them. Okay, hold on. Let me tweet at Knoxville right now. <laughs> Shit, he's dead too. <laughs> Oh my god. God, they live such fast and furious lives. It would be funny if Steve O outlived them all. He seems indestructible. He is clean now. Yeah. Uh, all right. Anyway, this is If I Were You, the only advice podcast on the internet hosted by me and Jake. Uh, I'm Amir Blumenfeld. Shmo I'm Amir Shmuel Blumenfeld. And I am Penn Cooper. Whoa. I'm going to drop the Jewish parts of my name. So. Just what's... Anglo. <laughs> so oh, I got my 23andMe back. Did you know that? Oh, your DNA test? Yeah. And? Uh, I am. 100% Jewish. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I. Technically, I'm more uh, uh, British and Irish uh, and French and German. I'm more British. like European than uh, – so I'm like 48% all those European things uh -huh. and then 47% uh, Ashkenazi Jew. Wow. So it's, it's straight straight right down the middle but basically. When, so if Ashkenazi Jew is – a 47% chunk, it seems like the rest is made out of smaller portions. Yeah, I think those go further back. Like on my mom's side, it's like kind of mixed. They were in England and Ireland for a long time. But then I guess like it concentrate On my dad's side, they're just 100%. They're from like Belarus or something. Right. So did you learn anything? Did they tell you anything about like diseases and stuff or just like this yeah, is your Yeah, they makeup? tell you what you're a carrier for and if you're like susceptible to Alzheimer's and stuff. And? 
Uh, no, I'm not gonna. Well, according to this thing, I'm not uh, at risk for Alzheimer's or uh, Parkinson's. Alzheimer's, and I forget the other one. <laughs> uh, nice. No, I am very high at risk. Of course, that's why I make yeah, those you jokes. <laughs> you have I'm, to. I'm already displaying very serious symptoms of early onset dementia, diabetes. And I have a new disease. <laughs> yeah, you're also completely incontinent. Yeah, I'm pissing myself. They would you would you rather get a disease that is curable but bad, say a cancer, or a disease so rare that they call it Jake Hurwitz disease? Curable. All right. Hey, it's what better kind than... of legacy is it to have like the worst <laughs> the worst thing happen to you? But it's kind of cool. You have a disease named after you. Yeah, I don't think so. So what I want Amir Blumenfeld's diseased, or ABD to be. <laughs> it's when your eyes and your <laughs> eyes fall out, dick falls off. It's when you have diarrhea and lice at the same damn, <laughs> damn time. time. <laughs> Can you believe that? <laughs> Sufferers from ABD have an itchy scalp and wet shit trickling down their thighs, literally at all times. Yeah, Hot so shit, you, too. Mm-hmm. So you have, like, sort of fecal matter on your hands a lot, but then you're also itching your scalp. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. <laughs> and there's only one cure and for And the feces eight. in your hair begets more lice. <laughs> mm-hmm. And the lice beget more shit somehow. <laughs> it's a nervous cycle. Uh, and there's only one cure. What's and that? that's to kiss me on the cheek. <laughs> Insane. <laughs> Which is why you can't cure it. <laughs> because I'm the biggest carrier of all. Uh, anyway, think about it. Let me know if you yeah, want Yeah, that's also it. a way to catch it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the cure is the disease. How fucked up is that? Uh, so for this episode, we had new a new crop of interns join us, right? Correct. And these are questions that the interns found for us this first batch. We gave them access, fart blanche access to the emails. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this is the first couple questions that came up. Shout uh, out to our interns. You know all their names? Uh, there's uh, Girly McGee, Guy Guy, uh, Girl 2, and then there's Guy, the other guy. Oh, yeah. First Guy, then Guy Guy, yeah. Girly McGee, and Girl 2. <laughs> yeah. Who's your favorite so far? I like Girly McGee. And I think I like Guy, guy Guy's guy. pretty good. Yeah. Mine's a tie between Guy Guy and Guy 2. <laughs> <laughs> I only like the guys. Guy 2 is new. <laughs> uh, did you read these questions? I haven't read them yet. Mm. Do you have oh, yeah. Do you have found, in your yeah. Um, oh, you know what? We'll give them a name uh, from... We'll name them after each of the interns. So these are... Uh, um, oh, that's a good idea. These are, these are questions that are kid-tested and mother-approved. Right. <laughs> You're the mother. <laughs> and I get a kicks out of them. <laughs> Come really? on, Mommy, read the questions. <laughs> oh, this is funny. You're teasing me by calling me a woman? Like yeah. that's a bad thing to be? I was just saying that your nickname um, like, is... <laughs> like being a mother is a bad thing? Like that's the negative? I don't no, think so. Not... <laughs> I think mothers are very strong, protective, <laughs> I think smart. so too. It's just funny to call you mommy. Been like through it all. <laughs> They're amazing women. Okay. So, all right. So I'll call so you mommy. So we'll take the position of I think women are, <laughs> are, are, are strong and capable and you think uh, okay, it's mommy. fun to belittle them. Don't call me mommy. <laughs> what? <laughs> it, sounds... it makes me sound gay. <laughs> uh, all right. So this one comes from uh, Guy Guy, a.k.a. John George. Ooh, that's good. All right. John George writes, Hi, guys. So I've always been the class clown. I was a youngster because I enjoy making people laugh. Sorry, never mind. Here we go. This is the real question. Hi, guys. So I've always been the class clown since I was a youngster because I enjoy making people laugh. The problem is I quickly realized nobody takes you seriously when you're the funny one. 
I started a new job recently where I would actually like to progress within, but I have quickly gone back to the old loop of me making them laugh and them quickly laughing at my expense. I'm never going to get a promotion if everybody thinks I'm the village idiot, but I'm not sure how else to socialize. Please advise, John George. <laughs> so he's a class clown and he fears that that's not giving him respect. In the office. I like to imagine that this guy's like has a very, very serious like job in <laughs> counterintelligence. And then he's like putting his dick through a donut hole in the kitchen. Whoa. <laughs> anyway, I am a criminal justice attorney and a social worker. Uh, none of my little fart jokes are getting mo- play in the office. If anything, they're <laughs> putting a whoopee cushion on Comey's chair during the hearing. <laughs> uh, who heard that? <laughs> uh, do, have you ever suffered this? The problem is we're class clowns, but our jobs were at comedy websites. Yeah, so it helped that we had to be funny. Yeah. I, can you imagine a job so serious that it would hurt to be funny? Yeah, I feel like there were times at College Humor where I would like... I would get nervous that I hadn't been funny enough. Yeah, like, you're taking oh, this shit. too seriously. People, aren't, people didn't make, people didn't laugh at any of my jokes today. <laughs> like, I need to step it up. I have to be funny. Yeah. Y'all want to play Quiplash? <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's a Quiplash. <laughs> so how can you, how can you, you don't want to be less funny. That doesn't seem like it's good. I feel like they're, I, I, I'm inferring that he's doing a lot of like slapstick, uh, you know, this guy's like, uh, an actuary, and he's walking into a boardroom and mushing a pie in his face. Yeah, like that kind of. <laughs> we imagine humor. 1950s Jerry Lewis walking around, sort of yelling at people. Waka waka. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, holding pets while they're being put down. I feel like you could still be fun. Like you can have a good sense of humor, especially if your job is sort of like a dry kind of job. You know, uh, if you have even a little sense of humor, you might be able to use. Tr- like that's also called charm. Mm. You could be charming and funny and quirky and a little silly, but you don't have to be like big ham bone, uh, piss your pants to make people uh, laugh. They don't have to be laughing at you. Can you be charming without being funny? Mm-hmm. You're just nice and British? Yeah, I think you could... Well, you could be charming and you could... I think... You could be funny in lots of different ways without like cracking jokes. You could just like be nervous and have an interesting vocabulary, and that's like funny to people. <laughs> that's like what Hugh Grant is. Yeah, he's a little bumbling, but charming. But, but he's also funny. But he's not. Yeah, I guess so. But I think he's not. Fu- he's not like outwardly funny. He sort of finds himself in funny situations, and his choice, his word choices are are different. Yeah. You could also be charming by just being really polite, I think. You know, it'd be cool if as a human you could trade in some stuff for other stuff. So, for example, um, I would trade in some comedy and I would add, sprinkle a little bit of like... Abs. Yeah, abs and dick. <laughs> so, you would, would you be 10% less funny to have 10% more dick and more abs? Let's see. What's 10% of a foot and a half? <laughs> I really have an 18-inch cock. That's a problem. <laughs> it is. I'll sacrifice comedy to make it smaller. <laughs> it's way too long, and it's always soft. <laughs> it won't get hard. It's a, it's a soft little fucking straw wrapper. It's a bird. Of, wait, so it's a straw wrapper? <laughs> mm-hmm. You said it was 18 inches. It is 18 inches, but it's a straw wrapper. So, so it's, it's an 18-inch. And a thin little paper cock. Jesus. 18 inches schlong. It's a noodle. <laughs> 
It is it's a little a noodle. noodle. Mm-hmm. It's Over a little noodle. Overcooked. It's a spaghetti. And yeah. underdelivered. It is not al dente. It is al bunde. <laughs> I don't know what that means. <laughs> anyway, I sacrificed some of that classic joke. Al bunde. That could be a cool short film. It's like everybody has like Xbox stats, like comedy, vertical leap, uh, impressibility, introversion, outroversion, and then you can trade and adjust accordingly. Oh, yeah, that's cool. I mean, that's like what you're when you're like setting up a video game character. There's only a certain amount of like boxes that you can go and like, you know, sometimes people would be like all strength. Yeah. And none of like the the agility or right. the speed. <laughs> right. Yeah. What do you sac- So what do, what do you. I guess that's like the future. That's cool. I'm trying to think what am I. I hope. What are you high in? What am I high in and what am I low in? Um, I guess I'm. High in comedy, low in uh, um, math, like numbers, being smart at math. Being good at math? Yeah. But would you trade it? Like, do you necessarily wish you were better at math or it doesn't really oh, come yeah. up I, that I often? I mean, I think I was better at something. I feel like it's all, that's all like strength things. I, I, would, re- I would like to be able to run fast and jump high. Oh, athletics. Yeah. Oh, you know what? I have like sort of bad coordination. I'd rather have good coordination. Hand eye? Yeah. Or hand cock. <laughs> <clears throat> Hand, hand eye. eye. Yeah. Of course. Amazing coordination between hand my hand and my cock. Do <laughs> you jerk off with your left hand or your right? Left. Nice. Yeah. But I dribble with my right. Interesting. I think that's because you got it. Well, do you watch porn? You use a computer to watch porn or a phone to watch porn? Yeah. Or you use your imagination? Uh, I would say it's a healthy mix between those three. Those three? Yeah. I, would I, use, I, I can use my imagination. I've jerked off with my imagination in 10 years. Why? <laughs> I save that for when I'm fucking. <laughs> <laughs> There's only a certain amount of imagine, imagination points I get every lifetime. And if I waste it when I'm alone, what I do is I use my computer when I'm fucking. <laughs> that way I can use my imagination when I'm and alone. And I use my tablet when I'm jerking off. <laughs> my iPad. I'll use uh, the back of both of my heels, too. So I'm hands-free. Really? Yeah, I have a Bluetooth. Oh, aren't you in like your so you're doing a, a headstand on your forearms mm-hmm. against a wall, a plank of sorts. Yeah, heels around your dick. Your in, like Indian, I'm sitting Indian dick. style. Yeah, yeah, but Indian style, upside down. Uh huh. And you're watching TV like yeah. your phone is on the floor. I'm using. I'm looking like Dalsam, right? Okay, so I'm using yeah, yoga Dalsam. dick, <laughs> and then it's like coming out of there as fire. Very, so yeah. that's sort of a Hadouken. Yeah. It's also it can be interpreted as a Hadouken or a lit spakadouken. I think I'm gonna start saying Hadouken when I orgasm. <laughs> I think that's nice. Hadouken. <laughs> <laughs> that's really good. I'm close. I'm close. Oh, oh, Hadouken. <laughs> yeah, and I feel like if the lady appreciates a good Street Fighter Two reference, mm-hmm. then she'll stick around. Do you imagine it's Ryu or Ken? Ken. Because they both do Hadouken. Yeah, that is I, weird. I picture myself as Ken as well. Yeah, and then if you can make your lady go all the way, she can be like, spinning side clit! And then she just starts rotating, like, you know, wow. 360 degrees over and over. Like Chun-Li, is that who that yeah, is? Yeah, Chun-Li, upside down style. We should, if on our Twitch, we should play Street Fighter. Can we do that? Oh, I, I imagine you're just a Dalsim, uh, you in the corner punching with long arms. <laughs> Not even punching. I'm just getting up and throwing you, unblockable, cheesing all the way down yeah. to zero energy. Oh, you, I, I, you're bad at video games, but you have like there's one thing you can do in each game that's right. endlessly annoying that yeah. you, you always win. Like in Golden Eye, I'll use proximity minds to yeah. my advantage. That was oh man, I think we talked about this on the podcast, but yeah. that 
trip that we took where I was <laughs> running the table. I beat everybody at Goldeneye, and then, but the one thing I couldn't do is beat you with proximity mines. <laughs> What's that level called? Where it's like two floors? Uh, not the temple. Not the temple. The it's, facility. It was. It's two floors, but like the floors are like almost translucent, so you can put a proximity mine underneath. Oh, and it would like hit you. I think that's the facility. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, we should play this on our Twitch. Shout out to our Twitch, twitch.tv slash headgum. Yep. We've been playing games. We've been having fun. We've been chatting. We've been interacting with fans. Uh, if you don't know, really know about Twitch, we didn't really know about Twitch before we got started. Uh, but it's fairly easy to watch along. You don't need, necessarily need a Twitch account. You need a Twitch account to subscribe, but I think you can watch when it's happening live. And we usually post about it on our Twitter or our Facebook. So check out the twitch.tv slash headgum. Trying to do it every Friday. And yeah. for advice to this guy, I think you can continue making people laugh. That's a great quality. But try not, you don't have to be the clown. You can be the comic. Mm. There's a difference between a, cloud, a clown and a comic. There sure is. All right. Next question. This one also comes from a guy, but let's uh, give him a, a, a lady's name. Oh, you know what? Riley. That's sort of can be interpreted either way. Yeah. That's a unisex. Female intern, but it could be also a male's name. Okay. Hello, boys. I'm a high school junior dude in the U.S., and I have a weird predicament. So the other day, I was with my dad at the high school because he plays pickup basketball with some other dads in town, and I thought I'd join in to shoot some hoops. While talking to some of the other dads, one of them jokingly asked about the inside scoop on his son, who's in my grade. I don't really like to lie, so I was just bluntly honest. I flat out told the dad in grave detail how much of a dickling his son was. Looking back, I basically berated the father and went on about how his son is a wicked roach and how he's actually a really big idiot. I wouldn't have been so candid, but in the past years of high school, the kid has been really mean to me and my friends. (laughs) Having the dad there, I saw the opportunity to go off. I don't really regret what I did because the bitch kind of deserves it for raising the spawn of Satan. But now my dad's mad at me for being a coy boy of himself. He also told me that I can't come with him to basketball anymore. Anyway, what should I do? Do I really apologize because I won't, don't want to? Loving kisses from yours bitchly, Riley. I like the question. Oh, there's a PS here. Oh? PS, I was a little nervous to go back to the school uh, the Monday after because I thought that the son of my dad I yelled at was going to beat me up or be mad at me because I basically tattled. Of course. But the dad must have been pretty upset about it. Uh, and yelled at the kid or something because ever since then, whenever I'm around, the diva roach averts his eyes and uh, gaze and honestly looks scared of me. And what can I do, a.k.a. tell on him until he's yelled at? <laughs> Should I tell on him until he's yelled at? Uh, I like the idea of, like, do I have to apologize? Like, as if it, like, actually does anything. Like, I really don't mean it. I don't want to say I'm sorry. Fine, yeah. I will. I'm sorry. Oh, it hurts that me so much. changes everything. It hurts so much to say it. Fuck. Uh, this is funny. He told on a friend. He told on a bully to his dad. Mm-hmm. What a weird thing. Would you rather raise a bully or a nerd? Nerd. Loser. <laughs> I'm raising a bully. You're a nerd. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I want to raise my kid to be such an asshole he would beat the shit out of me if given the chance. Wow. Yeah, that's right. A nerd would also beat the shit out of you. Uh, it seems like it worked. This guy is seemingly scared slash nicer to him. Yeah. I mean, I don't think there... 
I, at first of all, I just don't like that this guy hid behind the the guise of like I had to be honest. Like, don't pretend to be a no. Like, you did. You went <laughs> off. Yeah. You don't have. To, you don't have to. Uh, like really throw this kid under the bus. That's not being honest. That's like being you're being opportunistic. So at least own own the fact, uh, which I guess he does by the end admit that he straight up wanted to ruin this kid's life. <laughs> but you never have really carte blanche access. I keep saying that, but you never have um, free reign to um, tell on a, a a kid to their father. So yeah. like when the opportunity arose, especially because the dad asked them, he can. It's weird that this just would be an off. opportunity though. Like I would never have done this. Yeah, like, like, if somebody's like, "How's my kid?" If he's a piece of shit, I would just be like, "I don't really know him." Oh, really? Yeah. But if this kid's been tormenting you, it'd be kind of fun to be like, "You know what? Funny you should ask. He's a he's a pretty big asshole, and nobody likes him." Yeah, I mean, it's it. He's got a lot of cojones to do that. Yeah, I think the proper channels would have been to talk to your dad. And then that dad could have talked to the other dad. Dads talk to dads. Kids don't talk to dads. Oh, that question had a funny email subject, isn't it? It's like some weird rhyme that doesn't quite make sense. Um, Made us laugh. Really? I yeah. don't recall. It's like, I yell dad, and now mine thinks I'm bad or something like that. Um, one second. All right. I uh, archived it because I thought we were naturally, you know, yeah. done with the uh, mm-hmm. segment. Actually, as I as yeah. I archived it, I was like, you deleted it permanently. Yeah. I yelled one dad, and now mine is mad. <laughs> I, <laughs> I yelled one dad. So you must say, I yelled at one dad, and now mine is mad. <laughs> I guess, like, as a dad, I would be mad if my kid was, like, rude to another dad. You'd be a mad dad. I would be a mad dad. You got to respect your parents. So, like, <laughs> you're, you're, you went off on, on one dad, your dad's mad. You got to be like, I'm sorry, dad. <laughs> my bad, dad. Mad. Yeah. I, I didn't know. make to make my dad mad. I don't think that's your, your place. So he shouldn't have done it. And now, going forward, what can he do? I mean, you might as well, like, you've gotten what you wanted. You wanted this <laughs> kid to get in trouble and have it get back to... Yeah, he just wanted him to have like, a little nasty time at home. You, I don't think that his intention was to make the, the dad upset. So you should do your best to make the dad not upset. Otherwise, you're the bully. You just bullied a dad. <laughs> How is that fair? So your bully is in trouble. Yeah. That's good. But the dad feels upset and bad so you should apologize for that and then that's if, fine you'll the net outcome is still positive it's still pro you and if the dad is that mad ask the grandfather what he thinks let him know that his dad didn't do anything granddad is the ultimate dad you don't want to make grand mad that <laughs> would be the worst type of mad uh all right let's take a break let's thank some more spawns let's be back after that this HeadGum Podcast is brought to you by Aura Frames. That is right. Uh, from grandmothers to new mothers, aunts, even the friends of your life, every mom loves an Aura Frame. Holy shit, even aunts? Yes, especially aunts. Oh, well. Because it was named the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter and selected as one of Oprah's favorite things. I mean, these Aura Frames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. I believe it. You have an Aura Frame, don't you? Yes, I actually more than believe it. I know it. Uh, I've got one for my mom, my mother-in-law, my grandmother-in-law. And dare I say your aunt? And dare you say my aunt and my aunt-in-law. 
Everyone's got one. Everyone loves them. I mean, Mother's Day is right around the corner, and there's no better gift than a digital photo frame. You give them the frame. It's got preloaded pictures in there, and you know what? You can update it with an app, so every time you take a new picture of a sweet little uh, person or place or thing in your life, it gets automatically sent to that frame. Exactly. And right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. Holy smokes. Excellent deal. Yeah, that's A-U-R-A-Frames.com. You use the code HEADGUM at checkout to save. HEADGUM. Nice. Yes. HeadGum. It's easy to set up. It's loved by everybody, including Oprah, including your aunt. Mm-hmm. So do check them out. That's A-U-R-A-Frames.com. Use code HEADGUM at checkout to save. Damn right. And terms and conditions apply, of course. Of course. Thanks again to Aura. Thank you to Squarespace for sponsoring this episode of our show. Indeed. Indeed. Simply put, it's the easiest way to create a professional-looking website. Couldn't agree more, bud. That's it. Yeah. That's the tweet. <laughs> um, no, they do have a lot more than that. It's uh, right. it's a, it's they have twenty four seven award winning customer support. They have very simple drag and drop technology. You can code, you can design mm-hmm. a professional looking website without knowing much about how the internet works. You can sell. You can launch and sell product from Squarespace. Yes. That's right. You can even purchase a domain name through Squarespace. For example, Jake, what can people purchase? Boneheader.com. Boneheader. It's like interesting. That's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. It's like if you're a boneheaded person, but you're doing a boneheader of move. You know what I mean? What about fitnessnah.com? So it's sort of like a relaxation technique mm-hmm. slash way to say damn the man with regards yeah. to fitness. It's a movement about not going to the gym. Fitness. It's nah. a it's an anti-movement, really. Oh, it's a that's non-movement good. movement. That's a, is anti-movement yeah. one? Anti-movement. Uh, seems I'll like have it should to be. check it out later. Actually, let me look right now. Anti-movement.com is not available. Don't yeah. buy that one. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I wouldn't. But so it's more fitness, of a fitnessnah.com. <laughs> yeah, it's more of a fitness nah thing. Yeah. Uh, Squarespace AI also is a great way to kickstart or update written content on any website. They can generate instant personalized results that know and show your brand identity. Pretty cool there too. Incredible. So the way to get in on this action and uh, launch your own website soon enough Mm -hmm. is to go to squarespace.com slash segments. Segments. And when you're ready to launch, you use that coupon code segments at checkout to save 10% off their already low, low prices. Beautiful. Again, check out squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash segments to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Thanks, folks. Thanks, Squarespace. Guess who's back? Guess who's back? Guess who's back? I know you like us. Our show in San Francisco coming up is sold out. What? The next day we have a show in Portland that still has some tickets available on June 20th. Wow. Our show the next night in LA is sold out. Uh, Then in July, we have a If I Were You show in Montreal as part of the Comedy Festival on July 26th. Now that one's worth taking a vacation for. And then the following day, uh, there's a whole HeadGum Showcase uh, with Twinovation Boys, Black Man Can't Jump, me and you are hosting. You're hosting Twinovation. Oh, yeah. I'm going to guest host uh, Twinovation. How's that? I'm very excited. So you're going to take over Carnell's seat. Oh, yeah. Does he trust you to do so? I'm a little worried this whole thing is an elaborate uh, ruse or something or a prank, uh, a public oinking of myself. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> uh, but, but 
uh, got nothing but love and respect for the mama bear. You have to show her deference. <laughs> so, uh, oh wait, so our our show in Montreal is July twenty fifth, which is a Tuesday, and then the Headgum Live, is, which we're hosting, is uh, Wednesday, July twenty sixth. And th- those are, I think they're both in the same theater. The Maison? Yes, yes, both in the same theater. I'll put the link up on jakeandamir.com so you guys yeah, can buy Check tickets. those out. Buy your tickets now because I think at some point they go to just like festival pass holders or something. I don't know how it works, but buy tickets. Cool, great, awesome, fun, friendly. Oh, this poster looks nice. Amir Khan hooked us up with an awesome HeadGum Live. Yeah, go check out the poster. Uh, what else we got coming up? You're going camping next week, so we have to pre-record a podcast. Oh, yeah, baby. Where are you headed? I'm going to go to, I'm flying from, my cousin's getting married this weekend. Actually, we don't have time Okay, sure. Let's read another. <laughs> what do you have? Uh, going to Connecticut tomorrow. Cousin's wedding. Cousin's wedding. Then from there, me and my bro, flying to Seattle. I think it's really cool you didn't say gay wedding, by the way. Really? That's very Just, progressive of you. Cool. Well, he's married a woman, but. That's, Got it. Yeah. Okay. Way. Yeah. So, so it was, so, but it's, but it wouldn't be fine if it was gay wedding. Totally. And I would I probably wouldn't have said he's marrying. It's a, almost a really, it's really woke that you didn't say straight wedding. Oh yeah, just like, uh, well, actually, <laughs> I meant to say straight wedding, as they all should be. Got it. Uh, okay. Uh huh. Back to sleep with me. Uh huh. <laughs> I won't even stir. Nice. Uh, then I'm going to Seattle with my bro. We're renting a van, mm. a Volkswagen Westfalia, a Nissan Quest, uh, and then we're going to drive to Olympic National Park, which is in Western Washington. Yep. Right near by the Pacific Ocean. Okay. And from there, we camp two days, and then we're going to North Cascades National Park, which Wait. is one of the the most under-visited national parks in America. I believe it gets around 27,000 visitors per year. Oh, yeah. I see it right now on with, Google Image uh, Search. Yeah. I can tell why. It is just Olympic. black, rocky terrain that's too, too cold and slippery to navigate. Yeah, yeah, wow, yeah. Wow, look yeah. at this park. That is a. It is just a slick, wet rock. It's unwelcoming, is what it is. Everybody should Google it. It's they they call it the American Alps. Oh yeah, it does kind of look like Switzerland a little bit. Yeah. Are you gonna get a cool hiking stick? Um, I guess maybe I should. I'm actually worried because we booked these like all of our campsites and we're like planning on swimming in all these lakes. And then I looked at the weather for the next week and it's oh, like yeah, look at that. 50 degrees during the day, <laughs> 29 at night. <laughs> yeah. Saturday's weather is high of 43, low of 30 with sleet. Yeah. That's crazy. Well, thankfully I'll be in Connecticut on Saturday. Right. We got to start looking at Monday. Yeah. Monday's actually worse. High of nine, low of negative 27. Look at this. And the weather is just, uh, yeah, frozen tundra. (laughs) The weather icon is just these frozen little bricks that appear to be falling out of a black, black cloud. The icon for Thursday is just you and your brother's dead body (laughs) frozen inside a van. Weird. Uh, What's that movie? Into the Wild style. Oh, yeah. So are you, what's, you're going to... No, Northern California? Yeah, this week I'm going to Northern California. I have one niece in a play, uh, one niece in a dance show, which should be very cute. Nice. Yeah, two nieces for the price which of one, fun. Which one? Older one dance, younger one play? Older one play, younger one dance, and it is a hip-hop dance. And is it I've really gotten, hip-hop? I've gotten some sneak previews, and it's to the Missy Elliott song. It's crazy, no elaborating. That'd be real funny if they were just doing the uh, uh, the Missy Elliott, like the, I put my flip thing down, flip oh, yeah. it, and revert. Is it worth it? Unedited. Oh my God, this is so progressive. 
and if they're lucky, Uncle Amir might join both performances. <laughs> oh, I'll no. get a little brandy drunk, and uh, if the situation strikes me or Absolutely. if the courage arises in me, unacceptable. They'll want me as part of the show, and I will be very happy to oblige. Interesting. I. I feel like the inspiration and courage will both arise and strike because mm-hmm. I've heard you practicing mm-hmm. up here in the studio <laughs> yeah. late night. Yeah, and so you're preparing. It's not want... just like going to be on a whim. <laughs> That's right. And they'll want me on part of the show because I am, after all, a celebrity. Wow, loser. <laughs> That reminds me of, I used to watch my sisters uh, play softball and I would like pitch, I would like have catch with my dad behind the, behind like the backstop. Yeah. And I would always imagine that the, that the coach would like see me throwing and They're be like, like Whoa. you have to play. <laughs> and the Just women's like a little softball. Kid, a little kid fantasizing about being on a girl's softball team. <laughs> a younger girl's softball. They were older. They were older. They were older. <laughs> and right. there was a lot of talent on that team. <laughs> They were the warriors of softball. I can do the, what's it called? The underhand fast pitch? The wind-up. Yeah, the wind-up and the strike. Throwing high heat. God, I would love to throw some chin music, sort of scare some of the girls. Brush them back. Yeah, off the plate. Let them know what's what. Man, Cascade National Park, I'm just looking at photos. It looks like a, it looks um, extremely epic. High, high altitude. Yeah, plus a lake. If it's Monday, it's Monday when this comes out right now, right? Yeah. So, so I am arriving. <gasps> well, actually, I'm going to be in Olympic National Park First. on Monday. So, but follow my ass on Instagram at Jake Hurwitz. There's going to be some really beautiful grams and stories. <laughs> of course. Uh, all right. Should we get back to the questions and answers? Yeah. Let's give the people what they want. Uh, oh, this one's from a lady. Let's call her Lauren. Lauren. Dear the podcast. I'm a lady. I've got a sticky situation. This guy I knew from kindergarten through high school contacted me out of the blue. He was a jock type, and I stuck to the art world. We were more like acquaintances than friends. He actually dated a few of my friends and confided in me a bit. But we haven't had any contact since high school, and we're 26, 27 now. He lives in Chicago, and I'm in Philly. He contacted me to ask for a tattoo designed and applied by me. The problem... I'm not a tattoo artist. Hmm. I bought a tattoo machine a couple of years ago and gave myself a few shitty tattoos. Jesus. I told him all this, showed him pictures, etc. He doesn't care. He even offered to fly me out to Chicago to do it. Whoa. Thinking this would never happen and out of the hilarity, I agreed to do it if he ever visited Philly. Well, he's coming. What should I do? He has tribal tattoos, so like I know I could give him a decent small design tattoo on a thigh or something. Also, the dude's a smoke show despite the tribal. And there was quite a bit of sexual innuendo and flirting in our messaging. Should I just avoid him entirely, meet up with the intention of tattooing but bang instead, or give him a friggin' tattoo and then bang him? Appreciate your thoughts. Oh, that sounds painful, giving someone a tattoo. I've always thought about receiving a tattoo, but the idea of giving someone a tattoo, like wiping the blood away. Yeah. How do you get a tattoo machine? Anybody can just get that? I think they're just for sale. A tattoo machine? Yeah. Like the little gun? Yeah, like the little gun. Isn't it attached to something? Or is it a portable little gun that you can bring anywhere? Let's see. I I, I mean, it's, it's portable. I don't think it's like, I think it's attached to... A nitrogen oxygen tank, right? Is it? And then you pump it with your foot like a wah-wah pedal. And as you're p- pumping know. it, it's it's it piercing right. the skin. I'll give this guy a fucking tat. I feel like, what's the shame? How hard can it be? And yeah. then how do you do colors and shading and shit? Interesting. If it's like a pen, how do you do it so that it's shaded? 
It comes up with little ink cartridges, just like a computer. Yeah, but like with a pencil, you sort of lighten up. Tattoo machines are like kind of cheap. Really? $100? That seems, that's cheaper than a tattoo. That's too cheap. And what about the ink? Is this the high-end shit? (laughs) I want that good shit. It looks like, it's like a little briefcase. With lots of with lots of cartridges. Colors. Cartridges. Oh, that seems painful. All right. Uh, why not give him a tattoo? What's the What's the downside? That you fuck up. You already I mean, don't he, have a relationship with this he guy. He wants it. You've given him all of this pre like everything. It's all out on the table. Like I, I don't really know what I'm doing. Here are pictures of what I've done before. Yeah. And he's like, Yeah, I like it. Just so. make sure to clean the needles. Don't give him a mere bloom and felt disease. Because I have used those. Speci- it sounds like she bought one that I was selling off Craigslist. Really? Yeah, I was selling a used tattoo kit that you used to tattoo your scalp, so it's covered in lice. <laughs> Do you think that uh, there's a used tattoo? Uh, what's it called? Tattoo machine uh-huh. on Craigslist right now? Uh, yes, used tattoo machine. You don't have to sp- specify used on Craigslist. I don't think. Yeah. Yeah, look at that. How many? How much are they? Um, it's called a a, a neo tat tattoo machine foot pedal. So there is a little foot pedaling going on. Interesting. Uh, I also, I mean, if you put it on his thigh or somewhere, then that's like a little sexy, and he can also cover it up easily. I will say, if you really don't want to tattoo him, he is one hundred percent taking this trip to bang you. So you can just like meet oh. up. Pre-tattoo, say, hey, like, let's get a drink. We do the tattoo tomorrow. You guys fuck. You talk. You, like, whatever. And then you playfully be like, do you really want a tattoo or do you want to just, like, keep on hanging and fucking for the weekend? You're saying you don't trust that this guy is flying to Philly just to see her to get an amateur tattoo? Yeah. I think he could get a tattoo anywhere. For cheaper than the price of Philly. Yeah. 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 And you, I, I, I know people, like, choose specific tattoo artists, but that's usually based on, like, a really specific idea they have for a tattoo not like i'm desperate to get tattooed by this amateur tattoo artist that i knew when i was in high school he's just trying to fuck uh i wonder if you can buy a tattoo removal machine Uh, i guess you can buy them but it'd be probably pretty dangerous because it's a straight up laser yeah those are i think much more expensive a laser (laughs) let's read the next question i wasn't done answering this one (laughs) And I'll finish it for one million dollars. Oh, my God. (laughs) Mini me. (laughs) Uh, Mini me wouldn't fly today. (laughs) He wasn't very woke. (laughs) Absolutely not. Uh, I'm trying to think if I had something to say. Oh, yeah. Uh, Jock and Art Lady is a pretty cool duo. Yeah, I like that. It's like a sitcom. Yeah, jock and art lady. Or the other way around, artistic guy and jock girl. Yeah, it's like Dharma and Greg. Mm. Was Greg an athlete? I bet he was in high school. (laughs) At the very least, a mathlete. And you know Jenna Elfman was tattooing people on the side. She was a field hockey star, actually. Uh, All right. Uh, Give him a tattoo or not have sex with him for sure. Oh, yeah. What if he's like, for the tat, I want to do like hash marks for every time we fuck. Uh, then I guess tattoo his dick really hard. <laughs> the first one. And then every time you fuck, you can see how much he wants to do it the next time. That's right. All right. One last question. Oh, yeah. This one is from George. We have a John George and just a George. That's correct. Got it. All right. Hey, dudes. Love the show. Here's my sticky situation. 
I have a customer that comes into my store about once a month. This lady is a nightmare. She's at least 80 years old, weighs over 350 pounds, has horrific body odor, and a fuzzy white mustache that you would not believe. Fuzzy white. Yep. On top of all that, she has a very bossy and overall rude personality. She's the old lady version of Batman's villain, the Penguin. I could handle the once a month visits, but now she's discovered the bar I go to every Monday with my friends and goes out of her way to go there every week. She even joined a shuffleboard league at the bar. She knows me by name and will call out for me to come give her a hug as soon as she notices me. I try to ignore her as she waddles up to our table and actually invites herself to sit down. She has a disturbingly creepy, flirty vibe about her. She will often mention how unhappy her husband makes her Uh and jokes about how she wishes she was younger so I could see her wild side. Whoa. When she drinks a lot, she will even pull me in and try to kiss my neck. Gah. My friends have absolutely had enough of her. They refuse to move our bar night to a different day and insist I should tell her to kindly fuck off. I can't help but feel a little sorry for her since she is an older lady with obvious health issues. And as much as she drives me crazy, I can't convince myself to tell her to hit the road, whether in a civilized manner or yelling at her like my friends want. What would you do if you were me? Thanks for the advice. Love, George. <laughs> this guy's fucked. He can't do anything. I think you should tattoo the old lady. <laughs> You're thinking of the last question. Okay, okay, okay. Every once in a while, life hands you a little a checkmate where you can't move in any direction without being fucked. Yeah. So you have to fuck the old lady. No, you're thinking again of the last question. (laughs) She's already kissing his neck. I'm saying she's in Philly. (laughs) Oh, God. A weirdo just has a crush on you. And then you can't tell her anything. Because if you do, you're an asshole. You really, I definitely, you cannot. First, your friends are being assholes if they're like, we we don't want to move the bar. We want you to scream at an old woman. (laughs) Change the bar. Change the night. You guys don't have to go. It's Monday night. Yeah. You guys can do something different. I want to ask a... For a bit, just to throw her off. Just move it three weeks in a row. Is it ever fine to just sit someone down and nicely tell them to leave you alone? Uh, Maybe if they're not an old person. So if they're an old person, you can't do that? Game over. If it's an old person, you're not... (laughs) I think you're not allowed to be mean to old people. They have it the worst because their life sucks and they're still alive. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> or do they have it the best because they've lived the whole life? That's They're... the worst. <laughs> to be done? Nobody wants to be done. Yeah, but if you're offending an old person, they're going to be dead soon. If you offend a right. young person, so the they last have to thing she hears that. before her, she dies is like, is her crush is telling her to go fuck off and nobody likes her. <laughs> her she's disgusted. <laughs> well, he doesn't have to say it like that. Say, His friend want him to yell at her. Oh, yeah, but can't you be like, I'm saying, is it rude to sit her down and be like, listen, you're very frustrating to me. I don't like no, you. It's rude. Yeah, of course. So what you can you do? do that. You're just stuck? Well, I think you can easily, on the day, be polite and just be like, it's great to see you. Have shuffleboard. Enjoy your time. I got to go see my friends. I think that's like Oh, can polite. you be a little rude to her? Yeah. So maybe if your friends are going to be this aggressive about it, you got to go to her. Keep her away from your friends. You just run interference. She's not going to be alive that much longer. Just say hi. Bye. The end. Or you just move the fucking night of the, of the, of the, of the bar. Yeah, but she'll find him. She'll find him. She's he's only putting a band-aid over the problem. He's not getting to the root of the issue. Just go to a different bar on Mondays. You have to do something Move mean to her or she won't she'll this keep liking crazy. you. No, you don't. I would I would do a little I would be a little rude to her. You would be a little rude to her? Yeah. You're a bad person. <laughs> so I'd be like, Hey, hi, I gotta go, like not like entertain her. I would be like I would not give her what she wants. But would that make her just hungrier? 
Potentially. It seems that does happen. He's tried to ignore her, and then she sits down at the table. Yeah. There are some people that don't read social cues. This is why I advocate moving every three years. Yeah. Switch it up. New life. New you. You take the good with the bad. You won't see your friends You can drastically you. change your appearance, get yeah. a nose job, dye your hair, shave yeah. your head, <laughs> tattoos. <laughs> the works. <laughs> change your body. Change your face. <laughs> How do you change your face? Yeah, you can get dental work or a nose job. <laughs> dental work you can to look dye different? your eyebrows. So what's the dental beard. work to be different? Uh, you could have teeth pulled or added. <laughs> added? Yeah. You can get dental work to add teeth? You could get veneers so your teeth will be uh, bigger and different. <laughs> That's an interesting idea. That's disgusting. Okay. Big fake white teeth. Or gray. They don't have to, they could be any color if they're fake. Big fake grays. Mm-hmm. So move to Denver or Dover, depending on where you're from and yep. going to. Change your teeth. Two sleeves of tattoos. Uh, mostly white supremacy, and then one like a Disney reference, just to be a little coy. <laughs> yeah, uh, and then big gray teeth, buzz the head, dye your eyebrows light, light blonde. Yeah, and uh, do like uh, mutton chops, gel, a lot of gel too, gel in the beard. Yeah, <laughs> this is so gross, so bad for you. <laughs> Though I guess if you're graying your teeth, what's the diff? Right. And then I, you could put on 25 pounds like, you know, an actor trying to gain weight for a role. Yeah. And your role is a guy that's getting the fuck away from this woman. Get out of Dodge, dude. Uh, all right. Thanks. Uh, thanks to you guys for listening. Thanks to our interns for coming up with those questions. Uh, or at least finding them, I should say. Uh, the email address for everything, if you have your own questions, is show at gmail.com. We now have more than just one or two people reading it. So the odds of you getting found are greater Yep, shout out to the interns. Thanks, um, folks. Opening theme song was written by Seth Dyer. Remember him? And this closing one is a... Let me find out who wrote it. But it's a parody of that song, Africa, which is a really hard song to sing. And this guy tried his damnedest, actually. Uh, let me search Africa Toto. Oh, yeah, it's David Warner. David Wo- Warner uh, made a parody of Africa by Toto. So thanks to David, uh, Davey and Josh, as I should say, who wrote this theme song. Thanks to Seth, who wrote the opening. Thanks to the entrance for finding the questions. Thanks to you guys for listening. We'll be back if Jake survives his camping trip. Uh, and freeze to death in one week. Later, guys. I hear my brother cry out in the night As he and his girlfriend climax in the loft Of our family's condo I'm not quite sure if this is right Since my dad is downstairs sleeping on the fold-out couch of our living room I think that I would like to move What would you do, do if you were me?
That was a HeadGum Podcast. <laughs>